The Saskatchewan Wheat Development Commission held its Think Wheat webinar yesterday, featuring World Weather Inc. agri-meteorologist Drew Lerner. He walked producers through what they can expect in the months ahead. Glenda Lee Allen Vossler took part in the presentation and brings us the highlights. The bottom line is we should feel good about our growing season coming up, potentially, that we should get out of the mess that we're in. But a lot of patience is going to be necessary as we get started uh, into our growing season because we have so much dryness out there. And it looks like March and April are not going to be good months for us for fixing the problem that we have. Officially, the forecast for spring is exactly what I just told you. Uh, We are going to see improvements in April and May. Lerner talks about what we can expect moving forward from there. It looks like we get a good mix of weather across the prairies as a whole. Uh, There are some pockets of dryness around that's left over from March and uh, maybe April a little bit, but May comes along and fixes a lot of those moisture deficits. So even though it looks like it's not the best year in the world, I think you're going to find it's going to be okay once we get away from those early spring weeks. And I think there's going to be a lot of worry as we go into April and we look at the moisture profiles in parts of Alberta and Saskatchewan where it hasn't been raining. There's still going to be a lot of dryness, a lot of fear and concern. But I think as soon as we get into the latter part of April and especially in May, we'll start seeing this pattern breaking down, giving way as long as we go into the negative, as long as we stay in the negative phase of PDO. And uh, we also maybe can keep a little bit of La Nina around. We want the ridge of high pressure to be over the U.S. central plains and maybe part of the Western Corn Belt. If we can do that, the Canadian prairies are going to do all right, at least in the areas that are drought ridden right now. Summer, uh, I've got a lot of precipitation around. You'll notice in the southeast corner of uh, Manitoba that I do have a little bit of a drier bias there. That's because I'm a little concerned that the ridge down in the U.S. will end up poking its head up across the border and extend into parts of Manitoba and Saskatchewan. So there is still potential that will turn drier in those areas later in the summer, but those areas will most likely have a good spring, good late spring, and we'll see enough precipitation to carry the crops through the, the balance of the season. So it's, a, it's mostly a good thing. That's agrometeorologist Drew Lerner with World Weather, Inc., he was the key presenter yesterday during Sasquatch's Thinkwheat webinar. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen Vossler. The Association of Equipment Manufacturers released its data for January. I got the details from Senior Vice President Kurt Blades. So for the last, you know, really last two years, we've been seeing a really solid tractor and combine market on, on both sides of the world, both U.S. and Canada. Uh, in January, we saw, you know, maybe a slight reduction from month over month years. Uh, you know, if we look at where we were this time last year, we saw a, a a slight decrease, but we have to take into consideration that in 2021, January, we had record sales. So uh, in perspective, by being down, it's still a solid number. But across the board, it was kind of across all categories. Under 40 horsepower tractors continue to be a growth area. Uh, uh, over 100 horsepower tractors or you know, traditional roadside tractors have been strong. Have been strong. And, and then you look at uh, articulated four-wheel drives. They're essentially flat with a small decrease in uh, in self-propelled combines in the month of January. 
What about uh, Canada sales? What uh, did we see there? So Canada and U.S. tend to track each other pretty closely. I mean, sometimes there'll be a month where Canadian sales are up and U.S. sales are down. Uh, so they try to tend to track each other pretty pretty closely. Uh, we kind of basically saw the same thing. We saw a little bit more strength in the uh, in the, the row cup tractors, 100 plus horsepower uh, tractors in Canada than we did in the in the United States, uh, where 100 plus horsepower tractors were up 26 percent for the month of January uh, versus this time last year, and articulated four wheel drive tractors in Canada were up 16 uh, over uh, close to 17 percent, uh, while also seeing just a little bit of a decrease in, in self propelled combines. But again, it's January. It's a, it's a small number to begin with. Um, I think we have to kind of put it in perspective of, you know, overall, we're still, you know, quite a bit above the five-year trend uh, for uh, tractor and combine sales on, on both sides of the border. Yeah, and Kurt, uh, just talk a bit more about uh, trends that we're starting to see. Yeah, so what, what we kind of started to see, really, you think back to even the summer of 2020 is when we started to see uh, the tractor market just really started to heat up, specifically driven by the under 40 horsepower tractors, the small tractors. Um, not really necessarily an ag market, but, but driving a lot of sales. But then, you know, come uh, uh, fall of 2020 is really when we started to see this growth in, in row crop tractors. And that's really been continuing on since, since then. So, you know, the last six months, uh, we finished uh, we finished the year strong. We finished the year, you know, above, above you know, 10 to 20 percent, depending on the category. Uh, last year, we, we finished up, but we're starting to see just a small amount of slowdown uh, starting in December and then carrying over to uh, to January. I think there's a lot of things that are that are uh, figuring into that, whether it is uh, uh, you know, availability issues or or uh, you know some of that demand being met because the other markets have been so hot. Uh, it could be you know the um, you know, the used market strong, the the, the new market strong. Or it could just simply be that the, the costs that are associated with uh, with farming gives a lot of question marks of whether or not those uh, those costs are going to continue uh, to be on the uptake. So farmers are optimistic, but they're taking a good look at their the capital uh, purchases and just and 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 making smart decisions. That was Kurt Blades, a senior vice president at the Association of Equipment Manufacturers, talking about their latest data from January. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glenda Leal and Vossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.